Episode 42 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, Merry Geekmas and Happy Holidays. How are you doing? Merry Geekmas to you. I'm I'm doing well. I'm uh, excited to, to be here podcasting tonight. It's been a long day, week. I don't know. It's just been yeah, a long, it's the been holiday a long... season, man. It gets to it's you. It's been a very long week. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, I don't know. Like, there's just something like... The weeks like dragged on, and I was like, I have four days off. Like I have the t- Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and I'm like, can't wait for it. But the day, the week was so slow, and I was like, oh my gosh. What's really bad is I took off on Wednesday, so I wasn't even at uh, work. But the whole day, Cody, I was cleaning house and decorating mm-hmm. for Christmas. So like, I was on my feet all day doing stuff and that wore me out too so yeah, yeah. like it, it was just you know and i'm just really looking forward to christmas you know there's video games stuff happening like yeah. it's gonna be exciting food good food uh, i mean the family i could take or leave i'm just kidding uh oh quick important alert we're gonna knock on wood right now but so far it appears that aloy is a very good cat who has no interest in destroying the christmas tree so oh that is very good it was a really that, pleasant surprise it was like, be worried about. It's like you, you didn't know what was gonna happen it was like well <laughs> gotta wait and see here but she's been very good so i'm proud of her that's good yeah yeah, yeah. all right all right well we're here to talk about video game and wait what's that hold on jerry from the studios coming in he's handing me a package this apparently was left at my doorstep what's happening oh uh Pierce, I have a package for Cody, the geek teacher. What? What is this? Who could send me this? Well, let's open it. Let's just see what. Oh, what's it? there's a card. Let's see, it's from GameStop. Oh, here we go. We're getting sponsored, aren't we? Breaking in the big dough, guys. Yeah. Uh, a message for you. Merry Geekmas. Love Sam. Oh, Sam, this is from you. What is, <laughs> Sorry. How did you plan this? Did you work with Jerry? Jerry, you stinker. We're let's, not sponsored just yet. I know that's disappointing. I know. That's the thing we want. We're looking for in 2019, guys. Guys, Sam got me Tetris effect. You can't see it because it's so shiny, but (laughs) it's not been unwrapped. Yay! Um, I mean, the packaging could have been a little better. It came a little teared. I didn't even tear into it. It was just automatically open. Like, who would have done that? That's weird. Does somebody screen your mail? Like, I maybe. I mean, I don't know. Did you send some money in here by chance? No, not this time. So, not this time. No, no, it's all good. I need that rent money when you can, okay? <laughs> um, thank you so much, Sam. So, Sam is my best friend in the whole world, and I love her so much. So, why don't you tell them what you got me? Because you got me Tetris Effect. I'm so fucking excited to play this even more because I played the beta like back during Extra Life weekend. Um, but what did what did I get you? What did what did I surprise you with? Okay, well, there's there's two things here, and one of them I haven't opened yet because oh, that's true, yes. it came from Amazon and it was gift wrapped in this nice little bag, and it looks so nice. I'm like, oh, I pr- I just I probably shouldn't open it till Christmas because we'd had a discussion earlier, and you like flip flopped about whether I should wait for Christmas or not, and so I decided to wait for that. But the day before I got that one, I got I guess this one was my birthday present that was just a little late. Or which one is my birthday present? Which one's Xmas? Does it matter? Technically, the book was your ex present, and the other thing <laughs> was more timely at the time. 
and that was supposed to be birthday present, but it hadn't restocked. Also, I selected gift wrapping on both of them, and only one came gift wrapped, apparently. Oh, so you, Amazon. you stole my $5. Yeah, you need to take that up with them, because it was not gift wrapped, but... It was awesome. So it's The Art of Titanfall 2. I should have brought it in here. It's a big coffee table book, and it's so cool. It has, like, all kinds of the scenery, the the titan, um, the Titans themselves, the pilots, um, some of the guns, and it has, like, little histories and notes about them and stuff from, like, the game developers in there. So it's really cool. I was really excited when I got that. So thank you, Cody, for that. I, yeah. I did have to go play some Titanfall 2 the night that I opened that because I was like, man... <laughs> suddenly in the mood so but yeah well, i was like what is sam really like resident <laughs> evil and titanfall 2 <laughs> you'd be shocked to know that there's not a lot of resident evil merchandise out there yeah. um, uh titanfall 2 on her hand not that much either but i saw the art book and i was like she would like this a lot so yeah definitely i love it so thank um, you so we've had a good a good holiday season so far hell yeah um, and we hope you guys at home are also having a good geek mess and you hope get all the video games you want and art books you want if you like art books. I've never been a big art book person. I'm not sure if I just never have gotten I don't actually think I've ever gotten any, but they're cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, anyways, we're here to talk I, about Wait, games. I was gonna say I forgot, so I addressed your package, Cody the Geek Teatrick, uh, so that you would know that it was something different and it wasn't something that you ordered but yourself. And then after I did that, I was like, oh, I should have just done Cody Geek Trick. I was like, that would have been funny. That. I'll, I'll let that one slide. Um, <laughs> what's funny is it came while I was at work today and my brother was here at the house and he was like, hey, Cody the Geek. And I was like, it's my Christmas gift from Sam. Make fun of me all you like. I enjoyed it, so. Hey, being called the geek is a-okay, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. We're all the geeks, so. Exactly. The geek tricks. So we are. So we are fan. We're not the geek. No, no one is the geeker. The geek tricks. I can't even say <laughs> the that geek word. geek tricks. It's hard to say, but I like it. The geek tricks. All right, well, we're here, we're here to talk about some video games. Um, and it's been a slow news week, so we're going to do some video games, and then we're going to talk about uh, some looking back on 2018 stuff. But, uh. To start off, I've been playing a puzzle game uh, called Serial Cleaner. Uh, in this game, it's exactly like it sounds. You are cleaning up murders. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of interesting. It's a 2D, uh, like, hide-and-seek puzzle game where, like, there are cops roaming the levels and you have to hide from them. Um Oh, wait, because, like, like did you do the, the murder and now you've got to clean up before they find it? You are, you work for, like, the mafia, from what I can understand. Oh, oh and okay. you show up to these, you get hired to show up to these scenes and clean up the bodies. Yeah. And um, it's kind of got an interesting story to it, because, like, so you are the cleaner, as they call you, and you live at home with your mom. Um, <laughs> and then you apparently, like, you're, you're cool with cleaning up dead bodies, first yeah. of all, but also you uh, like to have mementos every cleanup so like the first mission you pick up like the dude's pocket watch it's like a silver pocket watch and so you clean you, you pick up his pocket watch pick up his dead body you put the body in the car and i guess you would dump it somewhere uh and the second mission you're hired because a hit went wrong and now there's like three dead bodies at a boxing gym <laughs> oh dear um, and like what's cool is before you even leave the house to go clean up these bodies uh there's like 
a radio that's talking about how like the mafia is has been tied to these rigged boxing matches and on the tv they're like talking about this upcoming fight with the world heavyweight champ so then you go to the scene of the crime and what is the trophy you're going to pick up but the world heavyweight title and it's like okay like it's pretty cool um and like the first couple levels are pretty easy like you're just there's only one or two cops uh and then like they sh- they give you like places to hide so like if you can sneak around the cops and like you can get into places and like wait for them to make their routes because I've noticed they make the same route over and over. Mm-hmm. I do hope in like later levels it gets more varied. Um, but it's this game I've like seen on like sale tons of times, and I was just like, eventually I want to pick that up because it just seems like an interesting game. Re- Hold on, real quick, would, would you say this was like a real cheap game? Like, um, like real cheap, like oh maybe I shouldn't buy this. It's so cheap. It's probably bad. Is that like how cheap yeah. it was? Was it? Yeah, it was it was three dollars. Um, oh my gosh! I and so you're saying you made a good decision buying this game? <laughs> you didn't let me finish my review. Oh um, shit! Is it gonna turn bad? <laughs> Have I just um? It gets a little stale real quick. Okay. Because like they so like. If you get caught by the cops, the cops chase you down. There's no way to get fucking away from them, I've noticed. Um, And they bonk you in the head and you restart the level. And, like, sometimes the bodies move, but it seems like there is one or two fixed spots that the bodies move. Because, like, you're, like, resetting the level, I guess. I was like, the bodies move? They're dead? I don't understand. (laughs) They start dancing. There's sky (laughs) around the building. Um, No. So, there's, like, one or two spots that the bodies will move. So, like... It and like, there's no incentives to like, like there's no like, oh, you beat it on the first, you beat it on your first time on the mission, like here's a gold star, like yeah. there's nothing like that. It's just the entire point is just to move on to the next thing. Yeah. And I don't know, like there's just no incentive or drive to keep playing the game other than to get to the next level. And like, I don't think there's much of a story besides like you're the cleaner and you like picking up these trophies. Like, I don't think, like, halfway through the story, I'm going to stop cleaning up dead bodies. Like, I think it's, that's it's a puzzle game. Like, come on. Um, and so, like, I had fun with it for a little while, but I, I think it is worth it. It's $3. That's what I sale for right now. I was going to say, um, was it $3 worth of fun? If it was, you made a good choice. Yeah. And, then, like, it's got this nice, like, 70s vibe to it. Like, the music is very, like, from that 70s show kind of reminds yeah. me of. Um, and, like, it's it's got a cool art style. And I liked what I played of it. I don't think I'll go back to it. Um, but I just, it's this game that I've seen on sale multiple times. Yeah. And I was like, finally, like, all right, let me bite the bullet and see what it's all about. Yeah. Um, so, so if you enjoy these sometimes it's a good decision of, to buy a cheap game. Yeah. You know. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes not. You get, you get um, enough enjoyment out of it to, to pay back that $3. It's fine. Okay. It's good. Um, but if you enjoy these kind of, like, 2D, like, hide-and-seek puzzle games, like... Definitely give it a shot. Uh, maybe you'll enjoy more of it than I did. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, zero cleaner. It was all right. I... It's worth not for the me, three dollars. Worth the three. Worth the three dollars. Worth three dollars. Because three dollars and fourteen cents. Because Louisiana has some bullshit state tax. And I was like, whatever. Well, I mean, technically, well, let's not get into taxes. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> no. Stupid. Yeah. Sam, you played the aftercharge beta. Why don't you tell me about that? I'm glad you just said the name of it because I was about to call it Aftershock. That's not right. It's Aftercharge. I'm glad you got it right. Oh, good for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So 
This is a game that we saw on the Kind of Funny Showcase, and it's a PvP three versus three. One team plays as invisible robots that are going trying to destroy these um, batteries or generator power sources, and then the other team are the enforcers, and they are trying to kill all of the robots before they destroy all of the generators, okay? That's the premise. Um, now each, uh, each side has different characters which have different abilities, and so you can kind of pick and choose, like, some are better at, like, building structures, like, you can build, um, I'm sorry, the enforcers can build, like, walls to kind of block stuff off, or they can plant a, um, a portable, not really portable, like, once they plant it there, but, like, a, a, another smaller generator away from the others. So, like, if you're off doing something, you could have your generator right there. Because the generators are important for both sides, because, uh, like, the enforcers, they've all got different types of guns, and every time you shoot a bullet, it uses one of your power cubes. And so when your power runs out, you got no, you got no weapons left, and so you've got to go back to a generator to recharge. Um... Now the enforcers have a sensor mechanism, so if they're pointed in the right direction where there's an invisible robot, they'll get a ping, so they can kind of tell where they are, and then like if you shoot one, it'll appear, and like as long as it's still, as long as it's in your eyesight, you'll still be able to see it, but if like it can get away from you for a second, it'll disappear again until you can find it again. Um, and so the robots have special abilities too. Um, I don't remember what the robot abilities were. Like, I remember, like, all these enforcer ones, because, like, they had ones where, like, you could highlight an area and have, like, a bunch of, like, uh, rockets come down on it, um, and you could, like, shoot a little thing to highlight if there's any uh, robots in the area. Um, so basically, the first few games I played, I was playing as one of these invisible robots, and... Um, I was having a, a real rough time of it, Cody. I was like... Dude, this game, it's a nice concept, but it is super unbalanced because these enforcers are just totally overpowered and <clears throat> the robots just don't have a chance because like they just somehow like they're pings. They can always like find where they are, where we are and then they come at us. And so they get one of us down and then another robot can come and revive you. Um, but like they would have us on lockdown because you can, A, turns out the enforcers can kind of scoot your downed body. So like you can scoot enemies or the robots to a, like a like corner and then like put your wall up to kind of like block them in. Um, That's just, busted. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. So I was just like, there's cause, like the first three games we just like got slaughtered. Like we could hardly get any, any generators destroyed. Oh, the robots also need the generators um, for our special abilities. But the only way we can... Re Actually, it's our health. The robot's health is tied to it. So if you get shot, you need to go punch a generator to get your health back. Um, and it takes 10 punches to destroy a generator. So like, while it's good for the robots to destroy the generators, once they're like destroyed and there's very little left, like they've got no resources to refill their health bar. So it gets a little tricky, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, this, is, this just sucks. This is not cool. Then... We switched, and I played a game where I was an enforcer. <laughs> Let me tell you, Cody, it's it's balanced just fine. I just suck at this game because, like, <laughs> we just immediately got completely slaughtered as the enforcers as well. Um, okay. So, because we we were pretty much, I don't know if there's just weren't a lot of people playing, but like the teams were the same. 
Like, we, mm-hmm. I had the same teammates for the whole thing. We just weren't very good at it. Because, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be an enforcer. I'm going to kick so much ass. And then, like, I was constantly running out of bullets. Like, I could never find a robot. They would constantly disappear as soon as I saw one. And I'm just like, oh, dear. This game's balanced just fine. I'm just horrible at it. Um, so I didn't play very much of it because it's not very satisfying when you can't get anything done. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, if, if you're into like a hide and seek kind of thing, also if you're good at shooting, cause like if you get a hit on someone and you can like keep shooting them, you're good to go. But like, you know, me and my shoots, so I get a shot and then I go over here and over there and I just can't stay on them. So they were very easy to disappear on me again. Um, it's a fun game and it's a fun concept, but definitely not for me. I don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah. So are there, are there like rounds? Like, did you like, is there a set number of rounds in a game or is it just play around? Then it starts the next game. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just play one round and, and that's the a, game. you don't switch sides. You go again. Respawns or is it just you only get to be revived? Um, you only, you only get, like, you can, if you're the robot, you can only come back if another teammate revives you, but they can revive you as many times, and it's really quick, they just go over and push the button and you're revived. Um, and then the enforcers don't ever die, um, like, the robots can punch them and they'll, like, go away for a little bit, but, like, they don't, they don't die. You can't kill an enforcer. So how do you win a round as the enforcer? The enforcer has to kill, have all the robots down at the same time. Um, okay. So. And then the robots is destroy all the batteries. Yeah, and there's like t- there's ten on a map, so I mean there's a lot to hmm. do, but yeah. But like those robots against us, they were they were just destroying those generators left and right. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. So. Okay. Um, Seems like an interesting concept. I'd like to get my in there, get my hands on it. Um, it's, it's really too, interesting because like they're invisible, but it works somehow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry you didn't have that fun of a time with it. Um, <laughs> and this is on Xbox uh, Game Preview? Correct? Oh, sorry. So this was a beta, and uh, the beta is probably over now. I believe it was just for the weekend. Oh, that's right. But that's it was, right. like, open to anyone on Xbox if you wanted to get it. Okay. Um, and it was on PC well, as well. But I think the beta is over for now. So. Maybe it'll come to PS4. Yeah. And play it together. Maybe yeah. it'll go better. We'll be giant invisible robots smacking people around, too. Maybe. I don't know. I'm definitely not ever going to pay for that game because I'm so bad at it. So, <laughs> uh, so that was After Charge, the uh, demo on, or beta yeah. on Xbox. Uh, so another game I've been really playing this week, besides the usual, uh, is I've been playing a lot more Realm Royale. Uh, now, if you'll remember, a few weeks back, Sam and I reviewed this, and uh, I came out pretty harsh on it. Um, and legitimately, we released that episode, and like the next day, I was like, I'm actually having a lot of fun with this game. I felt pretty terrible about that review. <laughs> I do stand by some of the things I said in the review. Uh, I think it's weird that you, they launched the game and had the aim assist turned into zero for console because yeah. it's such a thing you're like used to on console that not having it was very jarring. And then another comment I made was that the mage class or the wizard, whatever you want to call it in that game. Uh, it was very broken for its movement ability, the flying. Uh, I take that back because technically any class can get that ability yeah. as long as it drops from a chest. 
Um, the flying is just broken. Like you move way too fast, and like it's it's the most overpowered movement ability in that game. Um, but uh, I think the ultimate thing that like has really been selling me on this game is uh, I've just stopped playing solo. I only play in squads, and I guess that's how I'm gonna have to play this game because I, I've won. I think I've played probably 20 games, and I've won at least 17 of those 20 games. Like <laughs> anytime I'm on a team, like people will just pick up my kills, or I'm I kill somebody. Like it's just been really good, uh, and I've like, I'd say like probably for half of those, I've been playing the wizard, and then I just finally was like. I don't need to play the wizard. Like I'll just yeah. play something else. So I've been trying out the other classes and having fun with it. Um, I think the game is really good. Uh, I think the class-based like different weapons the classes can get because like you know like the warrior can get like these throwing hammers and then like the wizard gets like these different like elemental staffs and like it's really cool. Um, I played the assassin. I got one of the snipers. I sniped someone. From so fucking far away <laughs> that I'm pretty sure they were just looking around like, who hit me? Like, what? Um, that would have been me. <laughs> yeah. Like, the game's really fun. Like, the mount system is so fucking handy. Because, yeah. like, sometimes you're just like, I don't want to run the entire way. What's it? I have a mount. And then, like, I think they've increased the drop rate for the runes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the runes give you different power-ups, like, in-game. And I got one that's, like... It was mount speed increase and then chicken run speed increase. So first off, I'm running hella fast on this mount. Like, I was chasing people down <laughs> like nobody's business. And then I got knocked, like, later in the game. And it was, like, the final, like, circle. I got knocked. I was zip-zapping around as this chicken. Like, no one was hitting me. That's um, a good skill to get. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I like the art style a lot. Like, yeah. it's cartoony, but, like... It feels a little more stylized than Fortnite, because um, like Fortnite is also cartoony. Well, it's more f- it's fantasy, uh, so it's more fantasy, it's yeah. Yeah, like I'm having a really good time with it, and like it's been a while. Like, I enjoyed Call of Duty Blackout, um, but like I always had to play that by myself because I just no one had that game. Um, you do now. I mean, I'd play it with you a time or two if you, you wanted to. Yeah, like I'm really enjoying Rumor Royale. I can't wait for it to come out of uh, closed beta and go into like full game release. Um, they have in released a store, and I'm curious how they kind of alleviate the like free to play versus uh, play, using real money to buy stuff. Because like the store is generally like filled with stuff called because their currency, like how Fortnite has V Bucks, theirs is called crowns. But you can also earn a free currency, which are these little chicken statues, and you can pick them up in game. Uh, you also get rewarded at the end of the game based on how many kills you got, if you won the round, stuff like that. Uh, and like I have like 750 oh dear. from playing. And I'm sure those are going to get wiped once the game releases. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to carry any of these over. Um, but like, I'd say if the item store has about 20 items, I can maybe buy seven yeah. with the chicken statues um and i don't know it kind of sucks a little bit and then like i also kind of like it'd be cool if you could eventually if if i saved up like five thousand of these chicken statues if i could buy the battle pass like that'd be kind of a cool thing yeah. i think they would have because like i can see myself playing this game a lot 
with people, like, just because it's fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, and, like, I don't know, just have a way for free-to-play players, because not everybody can spend money on a game. So, I mean, yeah. Quick question. Two questions, actually. You said you yeah. could only buy, like, seven out of 20 items in the shop. Is that because you didn't have enough of the money, or was it because they only allow the crowns to buy them? It was seven out of 20, because the seven allowed me with chicken statues. The other 13 were only crowns. Only crowns. Uh, and, like... Some of those, like, you could buy with crowns, or you could buy with chicken okay. statues, but only about seven or eight, I would say. Second question. Instead of calling this the chicken statue currency, can we just call it clucks? You've got crowns, and you've got a, clucks. That's a very fucking smart... We should contact them, like, immediately about <laughs> using that, and that we would like royalties. Uh, we would like <laughs> our own clucks. Um, yeah, like, it's a really fun game. Um... I think once I turned the aim assist on, it really helped a lot. Like, I hit my shots a lot better. Imagine um, that. Yeah, amazing. I, I do wonder how they keep people coming back. Because, you know, Fortnite has, like, maps always changing. Call of Duty Blackout just had a big update that had, like, snow to the map. Um, we haven't seen what Battlefield Five is going to do. Uh, PUBG has new maps and stuff. So I do wonder if, like, they change the map at all or if they have new maps that just are different yeah. fantasy locations. Because um, the map is pretty big, and there's a lot of places, but I just wonder what they add to it to keep people coming back. Because like, just adding new items to the item shop is not going to keep people coming back for more. That they want like kind of live servicey Fortnite stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do with that. I'm uh, sure they'll do. But... I mean, everything else on that game is so heavily modeled after Fortnite that I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they will do like updates like that. I will say, like, so big controversy in the Fortnite world is they had that sword they added, and then they removed it because it was so powerful. Uh, and granted, the swords in Rimworld are strong. Uh, mm -hmm. I do feel like you can still shut them down if you just are smart about your movement abilities and can get away from people. But, like, I, I just wonder, like, how can you not balance a sword? Like, in Fortnite? <laughs> when Rimworld's doing a pretty decent job with it, like, they're not overpowered. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Rimmer, I'm having a really good time with it. Uh, I hope, I hope they address the flying. Like maybe have it have a longer cooldown. Because if you can get like the epic level of flying, mm -hmm. like it's like a 20 second cooldown. And like in combat, you would think like that's a long time. But I feel like I have it up all the time. Like I don't know what I'm doing, but I feel that's like I'm always what flying. He around. said. <laughs> God damn, that's damn. We're equal opportunity here at Geekart Games. That's, that's true. Um, so yeah, Rome Royale, having a lot of fun with it. Can't wait for the full release. I hope to see you out there in the world. Sam, you have been playing Mutant Year Zero, which yes. looks amazing. Tell me about it. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it and I was like, this looks really cool because it's that um, turn-based tactical kind of like XCOM or Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which I played Kingdom Battle and ended up just loving, um, which surprised me because I never thought that I would like that kind of game. Um, mm -hmm. And the cool thing about this one is, um, I mean, okay, again, it's like a post-apocalyptic world because that's what all video games are. So, I mean, you know, you expect that. Um, it's from what I've played, I've played for a while and it's always at nighttime. So it's kind of got a dark feel to it. And I mean, you, your team is made up of a couple of mutants, which it's basically a talking duck and a talking boar. Um, 
And so it's it's got a really cool style to it. Um, the duck is named Ducks, D-U-X, which is like, <laughs> okay. And then the boar is named, I'm pretty sure it's Borman, but like for whatever reason, like every time I saw him, I'm like, Boromir. So I just like called him Boromir Boar. all the time, even though that's not his name. But, uh, and then later I got a human lady that joined the party. So there were three of us. Uh, I don't remember her name and she wasn't as exciting because she was not an animal mutant. What are you going to do? Um, what are you going to do? Yeah. But so basically it's the, the post-apocalypse. Um, everybody lives like they've made this city up in the sky and there's this elevator to take you up there. I'm not exactly sure how it's held together up there. It's fine. Um, and that's where all of humanity lives, except for, like, the bandits that are down on Earth. And the mutants, well, we're stalkers. Our team is called stalkers. Stalker. <laughs> stalkers. I can't talk. Um, and so the stalkers go down to gather resources and supplies to uh, keep everybody uh, alive up top. Um, and so you go down and you're doing your missions and... It's very important to be stealthy because um, that's 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 the main thing about this game. You got to be stealthy. So you go and it's it's okay because when there's an enemy here, he'll have a radius around him showing uh, what his uh, observation area is. So once you start getting close, that circle pops up and you can see that you're getting close to getting noticed. And so you can back off and go behind cover and sneak around. Um, a lot of times I found out I was watching this video because I was stuck in a spot. It's like, yeah, pretty much every battle in this game is optional. You can find a way to sneak around it if you don't want to engage in the fight. Um, huh. But you know what? Fighting's fun. So um, yeah. you, it's basically... You've got these weapons, um, pretty typical types of guns. Some of them are like, you know, a little modified or whatever. You've got your basic explosives. Um, but then as you go and you're leveling up, you can unlock different like perk abilities. And so like my ducks guy, I got him this ability where he grew uh, mutations. I'm sorry. You get your mutations that allow you to do for different things. Oh, okay. And so like... One of them was like really boring. It was like, yeah, you can sprint, which is like move two actions and then still do a third action once you get done with that. Like your legs are sturdier, so you can do it. I'm like, okay, that's super boring. But then Duck's got this mutation where he got wings on his back. And so he can fly up in the air. And so like it came in real handy for me because I was in this battle and there was this guy on a building on the second story and like I couldn't get an angle on him because he was up there. So I'm like, mm -hmm. let me use my flight ability. So I just flew up and hovered in the air so I could see him and then I shot him and I was able to finish him off like that. And so it was really nice. cool to like see him just like hovering there. Um, I haven't gotten far enough to like see like any other like super cool mutations, um, but it's a pretty neat concept. Um, I, I was having a blast with this game like the first night I played it I played it for a couple hours and I was just like you know like you, you do have to like walk pretty slow and like scout around for supplies and do stuff um and be sneaky and like the first night there was this battle this is the one where I had to look it up because um the there, there are these enemies that are like brother somebody so like this was brother John. It wasn't actually John. I don't remember his name. Uh, but like the brothers are like high level enemies and they're kind of leaders of the cult of bandit kind of people. And 
they're super hard to kill Cody. Um, so this guy, he had this like electricity power. And so if you, if a couple of your characters or all three of them are too close to each other, he'll shoot one with the electricity and it'll branch out and hit everybody. And you get in bad shape real fast. Um, so I was trying to fight him and I died, of course. And then I was like, okay, well, let me like flank around and do this other thing. No, I died. It's like, well, let me try to take this one guy out and get him out of the way. And then do and I was like, no, I died. And so that's when I looked it up. I was like, you can just like, you know, sneak around him. I was like, oh, let's, let's just do that maybe. Cause this is, this is not working. <laughs> so I snuck around and because the, there was this guy back behind him that kept getting me. I was like, let me take this guy out. And then maybe I'll be cleared and I can finally do Nope, I died again. So I was like, finally, I just moved on to the next area. Cause I'm like, I'm not killing this guy. He's like too powerful. Um, so yeah, like the first night I was playing it, I'm like, this game is super cool. I love the style of it. Oh, it's got really good humor as well. So you're picking up, uh, artifacts in in the world and you can exchange those for special upgrades to your weapons and stuff um and so like <laughs> there was one where like you found an ipod and the um uh not archaeologist but whatever anthropologist whatever of the time is like oh this was this was a fruit measuring device to tell you when your fruit was ripe because it has the apple on the back of it <laughs> It yeah. also plays music. Um, and then, like, there was... <laughs> it also plays music. Yeah. And there was one, there was, like, a defibrillator. And they're like, oh, this is for... Um, oh, this is a device for relaxation. You can tell because it has a drawing of someone laid out. And they can use this also to remove their fibs. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then there was one where they That's were like... Good. They were giving a hard time because, like, this this machine is, like, it's for keeping things cold, but they had them in a climate where it was always freezing. So, like, I don't know if it was, like, a refrigerator <laughs> that was in a cold area. So, yeah. uh, it's good humor. It was fun. Um, but then, like, the second night I played it, I kind of started to get real frustrated with it because I, I got tired of the, like walking really slow around, which you can walk a little fast, faster if you have a flashlight on, but not much faster. You still have to walk around a lot. And even when I was trying to, like, sneak around, like, there were just so many enemies everywhere. And, like, the idea is, like, you find one that's by himself and you take him out first to, like, you know, try to more level the playing field. But my problem was, like, you have certain weapons that are silent, so you can do sneak attacks. And earlier in the game, I was fine with, like, I had my three characters that each had a silent weapon, so I could sneak up on someone, bam, 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 three silent shots, and they would be dead. And I'd be like, all right, I'm great now. Um, but, like, as I was moving along, everyone is a higher level enemy, and, like, using my three shots with my silent weapons isn't enough to kill them. And so then, if they don't die when you first attack, they're going to call for help. And so, like, you just can't... I could not... Uh, get anybody out of the way first to like more even the playing field and I just kept getting overrun with stuff um, and that was really frustrating for me and also I don't like stealth games <laughs> which yeah, is the problem yeah. so uh, but like the thing I've learned about myself from this is like I'm super 
super easy to fall in love with a game and then also super easy to fall out. Like I just, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, nope, I'm done. So, cause that's what happened with this one. The first night I was playing it, I'm like, this is great. Maybe this is going to go in my top 10 list. This is going to be amazing. And then I'm like, nope, nope, I'm done. Nope. So, uh, it's a fun game. It's on game pass. Um, so you can play it for free if you've got, got your game pass. I don't know. I mean, it's a really cool style. I just wish it was a little easier and I felt like I could be more effective in it because then like I'd probably play more. Um, but yeah, like it makes me kind of want to go back to Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle because that one, it's like you just you just walk to the next battle and then you do your battle. There's none of this like yeah. sneaking around. You don't have to like scrounge around to try to find resources and stuff. It's just like, yeah, you just, yeah. this is the fun battle. Go have a battle. Um, so, so, yeah. But uh, right. I don't know, like kind of a kind of a medium review for that medium. one. So <laughs> it's a fun medium. game, just not for me, not for my style. But yeah. All right. So that was Mutant Year Zero. That's on Game Pass. Also, I think it came out on PS4, too. Mm -hmm. um, but Game Pass, you can get like $10. So try and do that. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So we're going to move on to our Destiny download. Um, it's a little special one. We're going to start with some talk about destiny and then we're going to talk about how destiny means to us uh so this week the izanami it's anagi it's anagi i think it's anagi i have no idea Forge dropped um um so i've been liking black armor like i like the content i like the forges uh so on tuesday they dropped this forge and to unlock the forge was um a quest that took about three and a half hours to unlock. Uh, it took our friend Andy two days to do this. He did half of it one night, and he did half of me last night. Um, I did it all in one night. I got home, ate dinner, got on about seven, and I got around ten. I finished it up. The forge itself was really fun. <laughs> the quest to do it was very long and very tedious, and there were some fun aspects to it. Um, but for the most part, it was kind of stupid. Was, um, did the quest involve go collect so many of this thing by doing this thing? It was go do this heroic public event in this spot, then go do this heroic public event in this spot. Go collect this. Go do this. Do this special mission. Uh, that's part of a strike, but like it doesn't make you do the entire strike. It makes you go do like a part of it. That's a special part where you got to shoot some floating crystals that make like platforms that disappear if you stand on them too long. Um, <laughs> Then they make you do a special version of the Insight Terminus Strike, which I felt like I don't I don't know what's special about it. I did it by myself. That's how like I don't know. I just don't I don't fucking know like what was hard about it. Um, and like you do all that, and she's like, "Cool, you fix the because the entire point is you're fixing the forge. The forge has been broken. Yeah, whatever. Um, so you like get like the forge igniter out of it." Um, I will say, so I was doing the heroic public event they want you to do, and I turned to my right, and I see this, like, portal open on the wall. And I was like, I haven't played Destiny for almost a year, or over a year now. I've never seen that portal. That's something new and secret. I hope I found something cool. I run into it. I'm like, holy shit, I've never been in here. This is new and secrety, and I found it first. Go me. And then I round the corner, and I look in the distance, and I see the fucking forge floating in the air, and I was like, damn, those sickles. Um... <laughs> So yeah, and then after you do that, you gotta do the stuff to fucking unlock a the frames this week for the powerful guns are a bow, 
a kinetic bow and a kinetic pulse rifle. Uh, the bow is kind of meh, and the pulse rifle is actually kind of good. I may farm for it. No. I don't think I will, though. Um, <laughs> the fort itself is really fun. It's a different mechanic from the other two. Like, okay. you still do throw the balls and all that, but the boss fight at the end is a lot different. And a lot more fun, in my opinion. And then, like, the setting is really cool, because instead of just, like, this one giant platform where everything is coming at you, there are three different platforms. And so, like, you kind of need to separate your team up to go to different platforms. And the enemies are the Vex, so they're a little bit more varied, um, I feel like. And it's, I like it a lot better than the other two, in my opinion. Um, this week, kind of, like, I'm I'm starting to feel a little burnt out on Destiny. Like, one, I feel like we're not getting content fast enough. Two, the content they're giving us feels shallow and the only depth to it is they're putting three-hour quests that are all longer than the Warmind campaign uh, in front of it. And, like, it's just not... It's not enjoyable. And then, like, nice week around and getting new content. It's just Iron Banner, which I like Iron Banner. I love Lord Saladin. He's my boy. Um... I mean, it takes a lot of work to have new content every week, Cody. I know. I know. I know. I know that. It's just like, I feel like part of me would have just preferred if we still did the story DLC drops. Me too, because Cody. Like, I don't know. Like, this is cool. Like, the Forges are cool and the endgame content is cool. But I don't know. I just would like a story to play right now. Like, if there was a story, like an actual real story, like a cinematic attached to this stuff, I'd I'd feel great. Instead, it's just like 8 of 1 talking to me every now and then. And, like, I look at, like, next year and, like, the games that are coming out with, like, Anthem and Division 2. I look at, like, I bought this annual pass, and I'm looking at Season of the Drifter, and it's like, I'm not even doing the current rate. Like, I don't, I have no desire to do LFG. Because, like, I don't have a group right now. Like, the people who play, I play Destiny, they've kind of, like, migrated out. I don't have a, I don't want to LFG the raid right now. It's just mm-hmm. not something I want to do. And I look at, like, Season of the Drifter, and, like, I love Gambit. It's my favorite game mode. I'm a dredgeon. I got the breakneck. Like, I've done everything I can with Gambit. I don't want more to do in Gambit right now. Like, it's coming in March, I know, so I'll have time. Yeah. But, like... And then I'm, like, wondering, like, is it gonna is that going to be a story DLC? Because there's no raid. So that's, like, an entire, like, huge content thing that they don't have to work on. So does that mean, like, we'll get some story around Drifter? I don't think so. I didn't think, I think any of this more. was going to be story. I don't think so. Like, I think there's going to be some story, but it's not going to be like a full-on campaign. Yeah. And like, I think if I hope like next year, because next September we'll get into the content drop like for a second, and they'll probably do another annual pass. I hope what they, I think what they should do for my take is a similar thing to Black Armory is fine. Then you should do a story-driven campaign drop in about March. And then do another endgame content thing to follow up that. Because then you can lead that into like a Souls of Heroes event and then into the next stuff. Like that's what I kinda hope yeah. is what happens. Cause like, I don't know, like I like like Destiny has a cool story. And like yeah. doing this stuff and like getting lore books for like stuff is cool. But I like to see this stuff every now and then. And like there was a new cinematic that happened in game this week. It was very spoiler, I won't talk about it. It's very changing. We need to sit down and actually do that because it's something you're going to want to see. Um, how how much leveled up do I need to be to do that? 
we can do it tomorrow. Just hop on for like ten minutes and get it done. Probably it's it's fine. I'm still like five eighteen. Um, is that okay? It's fine. Like we can drag you through. It's just two blind wells. Um. Oh okay. I'll just stand yeah, there and not do damage like I did last time. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. And so yeah, I'm just feeling a little burnt out, and like I've migrated to like I'm playing Neverwinter again. And, like I'm having a good time with it. It's two times XP right now, so I'm like blowing Ooh. through levels. And they're about um, to which, they're kicking off their winter event, which looks it like it started uh yesterday, I wanna say. I saw this logged... ice fishing. That's intriguing. Yes, I haven't done it yet, but I'm interested to see how that goes. I love um, fishing in video games. Yeah, and like like I love Destiny. Like I love playing the game. Like the shooting feels amazing, movement feels amazing. I'm just not enjoying what I'm playing is the issue. Like, I don't enjoy a three-hour quest to unlock something. Like, it's just not fun. And, like, I'm hoping with, like, January 8th, it's the Niobe Labs. I don't know what that is yet. They've said it's not a dungeon. Like, how they really had the Shattered Throne dungeon, so I'm hoping it's something interesting. Like, I don't know if that's where we're, like, upgrading our weapons that we've been getting from these forges. I don't know. Just... And then, like, they... This week... And, like, I don't like the slow rollout of content where, like... That's what it's supposed to not, be. It's supposed to no, be no, slow no, and like extended this, but, like, and The slow rollout of, like, exotics dropping. Like, this week, now the legend, the, the exotic bow that shoots, like, poison is dropping. I don't like that. Like, if I, why weren't these guns in the game from the start? And then like, something you needed to do unlocks them. I don't know. I just, I don't like that. And like, now I'm worried that like January 29th, I think is when it's supposed to happen. They're introducing the last word, which is a hand cannon from destiny one, but it's tied into a story that involves a drifter. Um, and I'm worried it's going to be like this, like time gated, like takes three weeks to get the gun and the story unfolds. And I'm worried about that. Cause I don't want that. I just want to fucking enjoy the story of the last word in Shin Mao four. I don't want that. I don't want that. Fuck it all. I really hope that's not the case. I feel like it's going to be the fucking case, though, Sam. Like, it's in the back of my head, like, it's going to take me three fucking weeks to get the last word. I'm about to get, like, 200 hand cannon kills one week in Crucible, and it's like, no. I don't know what to tell you, man. People wanted stuff to, like, keep them engaged all the time. They don't want everything all at once, apparently, which is why they're doing yeah. stuff this way. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I love Destiny. I'm going to keep playing it. Just, I think I'm getting a little burnt out. I'm looking forward to getting some single-player games, so just kind of, like, also, like, I've just been really on the fucking hype train for Anthem. Like, they showed some stuff this week, and I was like, raise the roof! I feel like you and I are often, like, very in sync about stuff. Like, you are about to post something on Discord right when I'm posting it. Like, we just think the same way. And I feel like, just, like, you know, I recently said, like, I'm kind of over my destiny right now, and now you're over it, too. It's just like, you and I, we're just so together. <laughs> Last night, Andy and I had like a two-hour conversation, just how we're burnt out right now, like just doing all this stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, like I don't know, just enjoying playing it. I'm just not enjoying what I'm playing." Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, that's enough about but, what we're not liking about. Yeah, Destiny. we're not enjoying. We're actually going to talk about what we enjoy about Destiny. Um, so why don't you take it away, Sam? All right. Um, so Destiny Two means a lot to both of us, and so we just thought we'd. We're going to talk about some other games that meant a lot to us this year, but we're going to do the Destiny one now since we have a whole section for it and maybe kind of give a little bit of explanation behind how we ended up having a whole Destiny section in our podcast, a recurring section, just because 
of all the stuff that means to us. So, um, so first off, this Destiny 2 this year has brought me together with so many people. Um, so Jess from Bitch Team Alpha, I got to play with her. Uh, we actually started playing on PC and Destiny 2 got me playing with a keyboard and mouse, which I've never done before. I've been like angry about it. I'm like, I'm not going to play with your stupid keyboard and mouse, okay? But like just something about how much I love this game and wanting to try it a new way got me excited to to play it a different way. And like I started using keyboard and mouse and I got decent at it where I can like go through uh, the game. And also I think it was... I don't know if it was on the PC or if it was on my Xbox, because, you know, I got it all over because I was a little, a little crazy about Destiny. But on one of my playthroughs, um, the first mission, which I've played it so many times now. Um, so when I played it, I went ahead and I turned the HUD off completely for that first mission. because so I'm like, I know where I'm going. I know where everything is. And it was just such a neat experience to have just like nothing but the visuals there. Um, and I was I was proud of, of that moment. I think I I think I was on PC because I think I was on keyboard and mouse with no HUD. Um, but that was great. And then um, oh, and so we met Gorak and Starry Knight who who joined our Discord, and we met them through Destiny, which was really cool. Um, I got to play with Cam from the Optional Podcast, so uh, that was the first game we ever played together. And then I've just, I've spent a lot more time playing with Andy because of Destiny. And so I think that's really cool because he's, he's a great guy. I love Andy. Um, so let's see. Oh, and then just another thing about Destiny was the time this year. Okay, so we're kind of mixing some of our memories of the year into the game because like that's, I just, I mix stuff up all the time. Um, there was that time that Jessica got me the ghost shell and I was so excited about it. And so I was ah. surprising you with it on the podcast. And then you surprised me because you had the matching one right there. And just like, yeah. I love when things match so much. Like it was better than when we have matching ships. I was just like, oh my God. So that was exciting. Um, oh, and then we did uh, complete my first raid this year, which we had a... I had a rough time the first time I tried to do a raid and I was like, oh God, I don't know if I'll ever play Destiny again. Um, but this one was smooth as better, as they would say. That's a horrible saying. I don't know why I just said that, but it was it was a really great experience. Um, of course, I had Cody. We had Alejandro and Groon, Cam and Alan, and then me. That makes six. Yeah. So those were that was our fire team for that raid. And we just had a really good time with it. So, um, and then for me, Forsaken. Well, actually, I liked Warmind a lot. I thought Warmind yeah. was a lot of fun. I loved Anna Bray. Uh, but then Forsaken came out, and it was just so fantastic. And the first time that we got a bow, oh my god! I think we all lost our shit for that. It was so much fun just introducing a new weapon like that. Um, and then like me thinking, no, I've got my guns from, like, the original, like, I don't need any of these new weapons, and then I got new weapons, and I was like, oh, I really like Misfit, this is fantastic. Um, yeah. But Forsaken was such a great story, and what it's done with the game has been fantastic, um, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, the Solstice of Heroes event, I bitched so much about that fucking event. Like, it was making us do these, like, heroic adventures again, and they were so hard, and I was having such a rough time. 
then you had to like do them all again and do all of this. But then when I eventually got through it and I, I got the code and I got myself my Solstice of Heroes t-shirt and I paid the five extra dollars to get my gamer tag on the arm of it. And it just felt it just felt so satisfying to to have done that. Yeah. Um, and like this is one game where I can kind of see my growth uh, as a gamer and like I'm I'm much better at this game and at shooters in general than than I was a year ago. And so it's just neat to to see my growth like that. Um I don't know, Cody, what do you want to talk about with Destiny? Yeah, like I think so towards the end of last year, Destiny really had fallen off for me. And then somewhere around like January when we were ramping up to go into Warmine, uh I picked it back up again. And I think what started all was I wanted the shotgun that was tied to Saint 14, the perfect paradox. And so during Christmas Iris, they had these like prophecy weapons. And like, after you did like five, you unlocked this, uh, lost verse. And it was all about Saint 14 and like where he had been. Saint 14 is his Titan. And like, I, my, my main class is a Titan. I love my Titan. Um, and Saint 14 is like this Titan you hear stories about. Cause he like hated the fall and hated the vaccines, killed millions of them. Um, and so it was a beautiful story about like you tracking. He's a mass murderer. Yeah, he's great. I love him. <laughs> he was saving humanity. Fight me. Um, and like the story surrounding him, and like where you end up finding him in the end of the story was so beautiful and breathtaking. Um, and then getting the prepared shotgun, it was like, all right, I want to play Destiny again. So I started doing the raids. I got to do Eater Worlds by myself for the first time. Um, not by myself, but like with random people, and like I was like, this is a very fun fucking raid, which is why I picked it for our extra live stream because I was like, this is fun, it's short, it's simple, we can do this one. Um, and so yeah, leading into Warmind, I really liked Warmind. I thought it was really cool. Um, just like I remember staying up to like four in the morning doing escalation protocol with eight other random people I found on LFG, and like. For some people, that'd be a fucking nightmare. But like for me, it was just so fun because it was so. And like, I had conversations with random people from across the country just about stupid, dumb shit like anime and like football. I don't like football, but I talked about it with people. Like just, <laughs> just fun shit. Like and like doing rage with random groups was really cool. And then like, we have our video series Two Guardians and like where that went and like. I'll always love how we come up with really ridiculous storylines for Giz and Red. Um, I forgot to talk about that. That's such a big thing for me. I've loved doing our two guardians and like the start of every season when I get to go through and edit together uh, the intro clip for it. That's always so much fun for me. And then just, I don't know, our little improv where we're playing those characters. (laughs) We always have so much fun. And towards the end of the year, you and I both were like, man, I am just getting tired there's a lot going on and we're not we're we were both ready for the series to be over because we're like man we just need a break and so we're like okay we're gonna take a break from videos after this series and then i think we still had a couple more episodes to record and then as we were recording i'm like but this is so much fun i love doing (laughs) this and then i was editing the video i'm like but i love doing this it's great but uh so it's just like it's just so much fun anytime we we do those so two guardians is is a blast um and then, yeah, with Forsaken dropping and how, like, it brought so many people back to the game that I had played with for so long and, like, how amazing, like, the story was and how the gameplay felt. The new supers are amazing. 
I can't tell you how fun it is to rip out a giant flaming hammer and just start smashing into people. Um, like, it's just been a blast. I love the story that they're telling. Um, and, like, I do have grabs with it right now, but I think I'm just burnt out. Um, it's it's it, our it's it's got a special place in our heart, and yeah. regardless, even if we fight with it, sometimes we always come yeah. back to it because we love it. Yeah. So, um, and like I'm looking forward to what's next. Like the introduction of Gambit was very big for me because I was just this game, and I was like, this is kind of like the game I would have always wanted in a shooter because it mixes the PVE side, like horde mode, with PvP side that I somewhat enjoying Destiny sometimes. Um. It's a very fun game mode, and I like. I'm proud of myself that I like. I stuck it through, and like, I got the Dredgen title. Like, that was my first title, um, and I still need to go order that pin. It's a bunch of store. I'm not paying that out shipping. Um, but yeah, like, it's been a blast to play Destiny this year. Um, it's amazing how like far the game has come from being like everyone is like upset with it to like everyone is just loving it and how fun it is. Um, Bows, incredible. The return of machine guns. Oh, feel yeah. so fucking amazing like when you get the thunderlord just shooting it feels great i um, yeah i, I had no idea so about a machine gun and then i got it which yeah. is like oh my god this is amazing yeah um so yeah just a very good year for destiny um i'm excited to see what they do next year with it and um looking forward to it but uh yeah that's we're just looking back this rest of the podcast from here on out is just us looking back on 2018 and uh so Sam, what other what other games really had a special moment for you in twenty eighteen? Okay. Okay. Obviously, one of the most important games for me in twenty eighteen was Resogun. Okay, you know how obsessed I was with this game. Um, and okay, so I was telling Cody before the show. So what I do is I have something called Remember Lucians which is just when something cool or happy happens throughout the year, you write it down on a slip of paper, you stick it in your jar, and then at the end of the jar, you go through it and remember all of the fun stuff throughout the year. So instead of doing like a New Year's resolution, it's more of just chronicling stuff and then looking back. And so like I had like three or four different things written down for Resogun and my journey through it, like when I finally beat it on Master and when I finally made it through uh, the experience level. Um, and then of course when I got the Platinum, I was so excited for it. But this game just like, I don't know, it took over my mind and made me completely obsessed with it. And I still like, I, I want to go play Resogun right now. Um, yeah. I've, I knew after I, I got the Platinum, like, I was like, this is, it's all downhill from here. Like, I'm never going to be as good at Resogun as I am right now. And that makes me sad because like, like that was my peak level and I just I just want to be fantastic at Resogun. Like that's the one thing I want in my life. Um so yeah, so that one was a good one. Uh Cody, what about what about you? Uh so yeah, uh I think one of my f- favorite gaming moments from this year early on was in Monster Hunter World. Um this game that like I picked up after playing a bunch of the, the betas and was like really enjoying it and then how I started, I would get my ass kicked, and I just kept improving in the game. Yeah. And finally, I took on like what I considered to be like one of the hardest monsters was uh, Nerd Gigante, which was like the like cover monster. It was this giant, like, uh, I want to say Elder Dragon is what they called them. 
Um, and like the more you hit him, these spikes would grow on him. And if the spikes harden, like you couldn't hit that spot anymore. Like they were just like, it was, like, it was unbreakable. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm a shape of masochist and like that a lot, apparently. So I fought his arch tempered version, which is harder. Like he hits insanely strong. Um, and I was like, oh, and like, oh, you can like group up for these and like it's a fun time. Uh, I decided I wanted to solo it all by myself in my pet with my palico. So I remember bashing my head against the wall for like 20 hours. And oh, then when I finally got the killing blow on him. It was the most amazing feeling after hours of like just making the wrong mistake, like attacking when I shouldn't have or like not dodging out of the way at the right time. And when I finally just swung my giant great sword right down on his head and it was the game over the game over but like the end career yeah. the end screen of the hunt and i was like oh my god that felt so damn good i can move on now that's what she thing. said ridiculous um but yeah like a lot, of, a lot of cool moments in monster hunter world just like of fighting monsters that were like really challenging and like when i eventually got the kill on them i was like fuck yeah i did this um and like I think that's the the drive of that game is like going back into it and fighting these really tough monsters. So yeah. See, yeah. I would I would be about to say like I can't imagine how you would spend hours on the same monster trying to win the fight, but then I'm like, oh, but I spent hours on those Resogun levels trying to get through exactly. them. So it's just like so. everybody has their own thing that they're willing to to fight for. So yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, my next one is Trials Fusion. Um, I, I think it's because I saw, uh, possibly an E3 trailer for Trials Rising. I was like, this game looks crazy and fun. And then Trials Fusion was a free PS Plus game, I think. And so I just started playing it and it's another one of those that just hooked me right in. Um, I have a blast with that game. I can't wait for the, for the new one. And, uh, it's just, yeah, silly, stupid fun, but it's addictive fun as well. So what's your next one, Cody? Uh, next one for me is probably going to be uh, getting my first like actual real platinum, um, which was in God of War. Uh, also beating that game at like almost like the weird mirror of how like in college I played off through all the God of War games. And I finished at like four in the morning, and then playing the new God of War and finishing around four in the morning one day and just being like, "This is very weird that I finished both these games really late at night." Um, <laughs> but yeah, like. I, th- I always was like, oh, when I get my first real platinum, it's going to be in a game that I like absolutely love and like want to actually like spend the time with. And like, nothing I got a war's platinum is like super easy. Like, there's a ton of collectibles you go get, and I watched a ton of guides. Um, but like, it's I think one of the more easier ones to do if you have a lot of time. Except you have to fight all those freaking Valkyries, and I would say oh, that is not at all easy. Of, that like, is hard, hard, hard. Probably a solid 10 hours fighting that last Valkyrie, the Valkyrie Queen. I threw my head against the wall for that one. And when I finally killed her, it was the most glorious thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and I've really been debating going back and playing a new game plus of that because yeah. you get to keep all the armor stuff you got during your yeah. first playthrough. And, but yeah, like, that game is something special to me because, like, it was the game I was like, this is going to be my first real platinum. Because I, I had like two platinums, I want to say already, from like the Telltale games. Yeah. I don't count those. I don't count I'm just those. playing the game. Yeah. Um, I want like I want a real platinum. And this was my first real platinum where I went through, got all the collectibles, did all the Valkyries, did Muspelheim uh, levels, and like just a lot of fun. 
Um, and like, I will say like I'm a little sad because like you did that Horizon Platinum last year, and they sent you like a cool like Avatar and dynamic theme, and like I would I would like that for God of War. Like, come on, yeah, Corey, I would have liked that Corey, for God of War too. Well, I didn't get the Platinum, but I still think they uh-huh. should have made one. It would have been cool. Yeah. So yeah, uh, really, really happy to get my first real Platinum this year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? All right. Uh, next up is Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma. Do you remember mm. this game? Yes. And how batshit <laughs> fucking crazy it is. It's so fucking crazy. And I just loved it so much. I love time travel stories. I love stories where you don't know what's going on. Uh, and when you like slowly figure stuff out and see how everything is connected. It's just a, it's a very well put together game. Um, my love for it is matched only by my hate for it because of those stupid escape room puzzles that I seriously hated. Um, but it was it was worth it because that story was so fantastic. And I just, I love how crazy it was. And that's just a moment in my life where weird, weird shit was happening. And it was great. And I loved it. So, right. yeah. I'll always remember that one. <laughs> um, next up for me, it's probably, uh, I played Ark Survival Evolved this year. Um, and that was a game it took me a while to like really get into. Like I was like not taking it seriously the first time I played it, and the second time I played it when we started on a new server, um, I finally was like, you know what? Like I'm gonna be serious about this. I'm gonna go out there and start taming some man- some dinosaurs uh, <laughs> and get your bear army. Yeah, it's like the bear army is my favorite part of that game. <laughs> so if you don't know the story about Cody, I decided. I wanted a bear army, and I was going to name all these bears after <laughs> fictional bears. So I had Klondike, because Klondike Bar has that bear. Um, I don't think I ever got... I think I got Paddington. He's probably sitting alone right now. Um, I forget uh, what the name of the Yogi Bear's like girlfriend. I don't remember. Boo-Boo Bear? Or is that the baby or something? I don't I know. That was, Boo-Boo was uh, the little one. I don't, I don't know. I forget. But I named that bear the name after that one because it was the first one I caught him as a female. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was amassing this bear army so that eventually when we would go fight the like boss monsters in that game, I would just lead a bunch of bears into battle <laughs> with me and it would be amazing. Um, and then like, I remember taming a T-Rex for the first time and how daunting that is because a giant T-Rex charging at you when you have no armor on is very scary uh, and then having to like protect it from all the other like raptors and other dinosaurs near you and just being like on like high alert the entire time because you don't want to die like you don't want to die you also don't want it to get hit and wake up because you tranquilized it it was very scary um like it was a lot of co- it was really cool and when i finally got tiberius rex i was very happy but yeah so Ark was really cool this year to play uh I'm hoping Atlas comes next year, and that's a lot of fun too. So, yeah. What were you, Sam? How many more do you have for games? Two. Okay. Okay. Uh, so my next one is Roundabout. I've oh. I've told you how much I love this game. Um, so it's the it's the game where you've got the spinning limousine that you're driving across the world, and just like. Take, picking people up, taking them to their destination, and just navigating through the world. And it's got the 70s movie um, type, 70s B-movie style uh, live mm-hmm. 
my video cutscenes that happen in it, and it's just ridiculous. And like the video scenes are just so stupid, but they're hilarious, and I love them. And I just had such it was just such a joyful experience playing this game. It was so much fun, um, and I don't know. I just I loved it. Uh, I I played it on Xbox Game Pass first, and now it's a it was a PS Plus game last month, I think. Uh, I started another game on, on PlayStation with it. I'm like, let's play some more roundabout because it's just so good and it's just easy yeah. fun. Um, so that one will always hold a special place in my heart. So, Cody. So this is the year that I finally got to play. So this year was supposed to be my Games of Shame year where I would play through a series that I had never played before. I played like through one game at least. Yeah. Um, and so I had this huge list. I still have the list somewhere. Uh, there was a lot of games on there. I don't know what I was thinking. My ass was not playing all those games this year. <laughs> but I did knock one off. And that was Resident Evil. We finally played Resident Evil. We played through Resident Evil 5 together. I had a blast. Um, you got me Resident Evil 7. Uh, and it took me a little bit. But I'm feeling like I'm getting through that game. Like, I don't know like, how much time I got left. But I feel like I'm like oh, yeah, decently you're... zen. You were at least um, like two-thirds of the way through when we talked oh, last. Yeah, so. sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm working through that, and I'm excited to finish it. But like, I'm really excited for Resident Evil Two now. Like, I'm like, I'm liking this series. Um, and so yeah, I, just, I just enjoy that I finally got to knock like one of those games off that uh, Games of Shame list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, really cool. Just do rest... one a year, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll get it done in, like forty years because there's like I've played. Um. Uh, yeah, Resident Evil Five was really cool. Um. I think playing with you definitely helped a lot because, like, and I just tried to dive into Resident Evil 7. I am not sure. Because, like, I think playing Resident Evil 5 has helped me play Resident Evil 7 because of the fuckery that their puzzles are in that game sometimes and the fuckery that are in the puzzles in this one. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I know how to get through the fuckery. Puzzle fuckery is okay. That's what Resident Evil is known for, apparently. (laughs) Okay. All right, what's up next for you? All right, so my last one is kind of a bit of a cheat. It's just throwing everything together. So just Game Pass in general has been Mm -hmm. so fantastic for me this year. I think it's just a fantastic um, service that's available to people, and I've had so much fun with it. Um, Like I just said, Roundabout was one of the ones I played on it. Rise, Son of Rome... That one, I talked about that earlier this year. That was such a fun game. It's a pretty short campaign, um, but like they would have been on my top 10 list, definitely, because uh, it's so great. Um, I got to play Forza, which, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it was fun, and I got to play it for free because I was on Game Pass. I played ReCore. I got to try Human Fall Flat, which I'd always wanted to try, but I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this game, so I don't want to have to pay for it. Turns out I didn't like the game, but hey, I didn't have to pay for it because it was free on Game Pass, so it was great. Um, Hellblade just came to Game Pass. How exciting is that? Our, that was our number... Well, I don't remember what yours was. It was my number two game of all time. It was on your game list. So. Oh, game... Uh, like- it was in the top 10. It was so. in the top 10. It's a fantastic game. Um, Strange Brigade just came to Game Pass. I was able to play uh, with Andy and Alejandro the other day. Uh, it was so much fun. I played Cluster Truck, which you recommended for me. I got to play Mutiny Year Zero, uh, which 
like I'd seen the pre I'd seen the commercial for it. I was like, that looks cool, but I don't know if I want to like make the investment to pay for it. And I'm glad I didn't because I don't want to play it anymore. But like I got to try it for free on Game Pass. It's like yeah. so great. Uh, and then also the division, I believe, is one of the games that's on oh, there that I got yes. to we got to play together for a bit on that one. So there's just so many great games on it and they keep adding them. So like Game Pass is just a, a winner for me this year. So yeah. right, what what's your last? Well, in shocking fashion. I also cheated a little bit because I probably should have brought this up earlier. Uh, it's uh, the moment of destiny that like I'll always remember. Uh, I joined the Broken Thumbsticks guys. They were doing the new raid to the Last Wish. And they were on the first boss and they were having trouble. One of their guys had to dip out. And we had done the damage phase and the boss had pretty much no health left. But everyone forgot to kill ads in the middle. So like four of us ran into the middle and instantly died, leaving me and Andy. And we were like, all right, well, let's just go to one plate. She'll show up there and we can just burn her down real quick. She's got like a very tiny health bar left. We go to do that. And Andy steps on the plate. And there's like these orbs on the plate that if they hit you, that you instantly die. Um, he accidentally stepped on the plate just a tiny bit and it killed him. So it's just me. And the way the res, they fixed the res timers, because before you only had 30 seconds, if someone died, if you didn't res them in 30 seconds, that was it. With the new res tokens, it's like you get like a minute and a half. So that clock has been ticking down for a while, and she has tiniest bit of health. I've used all my shotgun ammo. I have no heavy ammo. And she has a little bit left. She tells where to disappear for a minute. I'm down to like, I'm, in a, I'm less than 20 seconds. It's just me. And I'm just shooting her with my pulse rifle, hitting her in the head, hoping to God she dies soon. And I think it was like, it was sub 17 seconds left. And I shoot it at one time, and it explodes, and the loot pops up on the side, and like the guttural scream, and I jumped out of my chair, and it was just like, fuck yeah! Like, and everyone's cheering, and they're like, good job, Cody! And like, it was just like this perfect hero moment in video games that's always going to stick with me yeah. and like it was amazing feeling and like it's those moments that you like live for in video games where like you truly feel like you are embodying the character you're playing like i felt like i was a god slayer a titan a guardian and Aww. it was amazing like i was like yeah um i think i specifically went and accidentally jumped off a cliff like three seconds later but still it was cool. <laughs> um, so that was my last like big gaming moment this year that I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are our like kind of gaming moments. We're just gonna talk a little bit about uh, like what 2018 has been for us with like keycard games and like our personal stuff going on. Uh, Sam, what do you, you want to talk about? Um, so minor kind of chronologically because I looked through my notes. So um, I have that on January 31st. Geek Heart Games was born. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I didn't remember that date, but uh, yeah, that's that's I guess yeah. the day that we finally settled on a name. I know we'd spent some time trying to. We spent a lot of time trying to. Think oh about. man, or some of those prototype names we had. That's something that I think that's I want to. Said- well, oh, that's, okay, okay, that's okay. what she said. This podcast was almost called the That's What She Said podcast. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to pull up the list. And for our one year okay. anniversary, we'll go through some of the, the names that d- almost were our podcast name. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. Um, 
I think a very big moment for me was launching a Discord channel uh, and the kind of community we've grown through that Discord. Because uh, Discord was always something to me. It's like it's a free way to talk to people who want to interact with you. And like it's easier than Twitter. It's easier than email. Like Discord is just that thing I always wanted. And so like being able to set it up and that it be free to people like was very important to me. Uh, so we set it up and like we invited our like close friends and like honestly when we first created it i thought that it was just be us and our close friends and, like that's cool with me like we, but like to see like how people have joined like how star has joined borak uh uh paul from the optional podcast right? yeah. yeah yeah he joined uh well, melissa 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 jess like all these people yeah. join and like are interacting with us and talking with us it's been so cool to see and like the community we built there has been amazing and i love it so much and like Thank you guys if you join our Discord and like yeah. it really is a great place and if you haven't joined us we look forward if you join us because it's a fun place we have a lot of cool stuff going on there and yeah um, but yeah I just I do want to give a special shout out to our our founding members our va- Vanguard that joined us uh, oh, yeah. that first night pretty much when we invited everyone so we had Byron Megs Alejandro Blue Girl and Kyle and uh, we when we started the Discord. Uh, it was before we were even ready to really announce Geek Heart Games. Um, and so it wasn't like out there and people couldn't join the Discord yet. So once we made it open to the public, we did make a little uh, class for our, our Vanguard and labeled them and they got to be the special purple color on their name just to like let them stand out because these were pretty much our best friends who'd stuck with us through everything. So we were, were always grateful for you guys. So our founding members, so to speak, our founding geeks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so my next one, this is a personal one. So on February 4th, that's the day Aloy laid on me willingly for the first time. Because <laughs> this, is, this is a big deal for me, okay? Because she was a stray cat and she's never been like a lap cat, really. Um she likes to rub against you. She likes to get petted, but she doesn't like to be held. And she was never like a lap sitter. So the first night that, that she did that, I was just so excited because uh, she was, you know, she loved me. She wanted to be with me. I was like, this is great. So that one meant a lot to me. Cody, what you got uh, next? Very, A big one for me this year was... Uh, I can't remember the exact dates. I don't write those things down. Um, <laughs> you need to do your room revolutions, and then you have a little jar of happiness. Um, I went to WrestleMania uh, with my father, my brother, and my niece. Um, it was really special because it was—it's kind of the last time the kind of teacher family would go to WrestleMania together. Like I think a lot of us, this was our last one. Um, like my dad's probably not going to go to another one. Brother's probably not going to go to another. You one. don't know that. You don't know that. No, like I'm like my dad pretty much was like, yeah, this is my last one. Like, it's one. It's very expensive to go to these. Oh. Like, the price goes up a lot. And, like, okay. Also, the day before we went to ROH, which stands for Ring of Honor, which is an indie promotion, and I got to see uh, Kenny Omega, which is my favorite wrestler in the world. He usually only wrestles in Japan, so this was very important that I got to see him. Like, super cool. I got to meet him, have a picture with him. It's my Twitter profile pic. Uh, awesome. It was uh, your yeah, Twitter just... profile pic. It's not anymore. Oh, yeah. Now it's me just being all cute. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, going to WrestleMania and, like, wrestling has always been a very big thing for my family. Like, I grew up with it. I love it so much. And, like, 
just being there with my family one last time and like it was just really beautiful like it was I mean, the pay-per-view wasn't that good let's be honest with each other it ended kind of shit um but <laughs> for the most part it was a great night it was really yeah. cool to be there and cheer along with my family and just it was a magical moment um I will not miss paying ten dollars for a drink, though. Oh, That's, but. Hey, you know what's? You could buy three of that Bad cereal game. cleaner game for, yeah. for the amount of one drink. So yeah, again, it was a uh, good deal. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was an amazing weekend, just of cool wrestling shows. With my brother, um, and then wrapping up with WrestleMania with my niece and my dad it was really cool. Glad um, I got to do it this year. Uh, so yeah, what do you got next, Sam? Okay, so this one's kind of weird, but so one day, Kelsey from Talking Games uh, messaged me on Discord, and she was like, I just finished the second book in the Mistborn trilogy, and she was like losing her shit. She was so excited about it, and she's like, yeah, I was telling you because like, I know you've read that book. And I was like, oh, that's great. I've never read that book series, though. And so she was like, oh, I don't know why. Sorry. Uh, but she was so excited about it that I'm like, okay, well, I need to read this series because apparently it's cool and something really awesome happens at the end of book two. Uh, so I started reading it and I loved it. It was it's great. There's really great stuff. But the best part about this was it's a trilogy. And so as I was reading and trying to catch up, um, like, I would just constantly message Kelsey with, like, all of my wild ideas and theories. I'm like, this is what's going to happen, and this is what this means, and da-da-da-da-da. And, of course, like, she couldn't tell me any spoilers, but, like, we had a really fun back and forth while we were reading the series. And, um, guys, it's it's a good series. The Mistborn Trilogy by Brandon Sanderson. And uh, it's there's something real exciting at the end of book two. Uh, book three is fantastic sometimes a trilogy kind of falls off at the end but this one is great i highly recommend it and if you can find a buddy to read it with you at the same time and then you can like go back and forth and discuss it as you're reading together that makes it even more fun so i highly recommend that but yeah okay cody uh this year i got my first tattoo my uh Jason Borg mask um it was a really cool experience because I got to go to my tattoo artist. Um, he's a big horror fan, just like I am. And he had part four playing when we got there. And we watched, like, they're all part four. And then we, like, started part five. And like, it was just a really, like, cool, like, once-in-a-lifetime experience that will probably never happen again. Um, yeah, it was just really awesome. And uh, I can't wait to get another one. Um, Didn't he give you and, something, too? Like Yes. Also, like, afterwards, like... I went to go get because you do like a, you can do like a wrap afterwards to help it like heal and like also prevent shit from getting into it. Um, and I collect Funko Pops as you can probably see behind me. Um, and he gave me part five uh, Jason Voorhees uh, Funko Pop that was like exclusive to Hot Topic, and I like missed out on it. And I've been like looking, I've been like wanting to get one for a while. And I didn't even say anything to him about it. He just gave it to me, and I was like, dude. Thank you so much. Like it was so cool. Like he's a really cool guy. Um, but yeah, like it was just it was cool, and like I'm excited to get more tattoos. I have like an entire video game sleeve planned out in my head, so I'm excited to eventually get that going. Um, um what's the tattoo parlor that you went to? What's the name of it? If you want to, uh, Monster Inc. And if you're curious, the artist was Ray Mulkey. He does a lot of traveling. Um, he goes over to like the Walker Stalker Comic Cons uh, for like Walking Dead stuff. Um, so if you ever see him out and about, definitely. Hit him up. He's a great tattoo artist. 
Nice. Yeah. What's next for you, Sam? Um, apparently, like, I think this one should have been up in my game section, but I didn't put it in the right section. So, um, <laughs> there's this game called Black Hole on the Switch, and it's a twin-stick shooter. You're in space, you're shooting stuff. It's fine. It's fun. I played that after Resogun because I was still in the mood. And, um, I made it to number 18 on the high-score leaderboard, oh, nice. like, across the world. I was on easy, but still, I was like, I made it on a leaderboard? This is amazing! So I was really proud of that so that was exciting for me i'm sure it didn't last so <laughs> it's, gone. it's gone um uh for me a big thing this year has been the community nights that we got to do with people um we had a lot of fun ones like friday 13th you know that friday 13th one was just really cool to me um same what other <laughs> communities we had uh um, on rush was a lot of fun uh what other ones? We had we had a Mario Kart one. Um, we oh had, yeah, we did. You, you don't remember this one probably. We had a Trials Fusion one, but we had some network technical difficulties, and you didn't get to play uh, with us on that one, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, but we've had some really good times oh. with this. Uh, I've been yeah, super the... impressed with like the amount of people who who want to join in with us. So it's been really yeah. cool. So um, yeah, like, those are special to me because like I think it's always important that like. When we started Geek Car Games, the entire thing was to build a community and to interact with that community because, like, there's no podcast if you're not listening to it. So, like, we want to hang out with you guys. We want to provide a stream for you people. Um, and, like, it's just really fun to get together and play these games. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing more of those in the, in the new year. Um, a lot of cool stuff next year that we'll get to do. And, uh, yeah. So, like... Thank you. If you've joined us for a community, I thank you guys so much. And if you've not yet, definitely try and reach out to us and we will get you into in the next one whenever we have it. Most yeah. likely in January. Um, but yeah. Yep. What's up next, Sam? Um, for me, I got really excited when I got to be a guest on Bitch Team Alpha's podcast for their Girls Like Comics episode on Monstrous. Um, mm -hmm. So... Uh, Pitch Team Alpha was the first podcast I ever listened to in my whole podcasting life. Um, and I've known uh, Katie and Jessica for many years, like known in quotes, because like we would just talk online and like on our Goodreads um, book club page and stuff. But like I'd never actually talked to them verbally in real life so like this was the first time that we were together talking and it was just like so exciting it was I mean it was like I was with old friends because like we'd interacted for so long uh and yeah. it was just it was nice to get to be an honorary but oh your door just opened and it freaked me out Jesus, is your McFlurry here yes I believe so <laughs> okay I'll come I'll come in and say hi come say hi tell him to come in <laughs> All right, hey, that's it's, it's live. It's what happens. Don't um, get anyways. your McFlurry, man. It's fine. No, it's fine. All right, it'll, well, it'll we're almost there. done. We're almost done. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you got to be on Team Alpha. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Um, a really cool opportunity happened this year for me. Um, we got contacted to do a kind of survey thing, and I got to do like on phone call thing. Uh, where like I just talked about video games for an hour, and like it's all because of this podcast, and like that was a really cool experience for me. Um, I had a blast with it, um, and so yeah, like it's just it's something I never thought would happen, and it was really cool that it did. Uh, just talk about video games, like 
because like, I'm not an expert on video games. We're not experts. Like we just love video games. And yeah. so like for someone to be like, hey, we want to interview you about your love of video games, which is really cool. Like it's something not in a million years I thought would happen, but it did. So thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and making that happen. Nice. Um, so when we started the podcast and started doing videos, I was just like, you know, whatever it's out there and putting it out there on Facebook and stuff. But like my parents, I don't know if they watch the whole stuff, but like they watch the trailers mm-hmm. and they'll comment on stuff. And it's like, it's neat to like, my stepdad was like, yeah, I gotta, gotta keep tabs on you. See what's going on. So I listened to the, or watch the videos and stuff. I was like, that's really cool. Just to know that they're like out there, like paying attention to stuff. Um, and then there was like when we were doing extra life, which that'll be its own thing. But uh, my mom was excited to watch me stream Fortnite because she like heard about oh, the yeah. Fortnite dances, and I was like, "Oh, it's like my mom wants to see me stream. That's really cool." So that made me happy. And then while we were streaming, um, she, <laughs> she called Jessica out because I was yeah. I was fucking around. I was just dancing because I was like, "Whatever, I'm gonna dance." Jessica, you take care of the enemies. So she's over there shooting stuff, and then an enemy sneaks up and kills me. And so my mom's like, "Well, if your partner was a better shot, you wouldn't have died." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, sick burn from my mom," and that was just like the pinnacle of my year. I was like, "That that made me laugh so hard." So my mom's fun. <laughs> uh, speaking of extra life, yeah. um. It was amazing to see the turnout we got for Extra Life, like this team, the uh, podcast posse that we formed, mm-hmm. um, and like how much money we raised uh, was really awesome. Because um, I think Extra Life is always something I want to do every year, because it is maybe not the full 24-hour thing. but uh, <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's just, it's giving back, and it's something that's very important to me, and it's just it's a beautiful thing uh to see and like i was very proud of us uh this is the first year we did it under decart games um and like it's just awesome like to see people come out and support us and donate and can't wait for next year uh yeah what were you saying how do you feel about extra life yeah it was great it was my first time to participate as a um as an actual teammate uh, I just like, you know, jumped onto other people's streams in the past and donated in the past. So it was exciting. It, it was fun to stream. It was fun to to get to play with people that I don't usually get to play with as much. So we had a really good time with it. So looking forward yeah. to, to doing some more. Um, yeah, I think that's that's about it for me. Did you have some more? Oh, okay. Um, just one last thing. Uh, so if you didn't know, uh, about a year ago, I was uh, in a car accident, and I've been having some major back issues. Um, I'm going to have to have a surgery because of it, and it's been rough this year. Like, 2018 has been a very rough year for me. Um been a lot of pain all the time. don't sleep very much, uh, and so it's, it's it's hard some days. Like, there are days I don't want to, you know, do stuff, but waking up, looking at Twitter, looking at the Discord, and seeing, like, the people interacting with us and the community we've formed here, uh, you know, it really helps. It really gets me through my days. Um, so thank you guys uh, for the community we formed here. Uh, you, you know, you help a broken shell of a person uh, feel like a person every now and then. Um, and thank you to Sam, because uh, like 
without you, a lot of this stuff would not work. And uh, so thank you for making 2018 a good year for me. And I love you. And I love all of you in the community. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, and I can't wait for 2019. It's going to be an amazing year for Geek Art Games. So, yeah. Thank you, and I love you too. I feel like that sounds really inadequate now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're my, you're my best friend, and when I I often will come into recording something and I'll be, I've had a rough day, I'm in a real bad mood, I'm real cranky about stuff, and as soon as we start talking, like immediately, I start having fun and I start having a good yeah. time. You just, you, I don't know, when we're together, we make happiness, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is true. Like once once we start recording, like I usually feel better. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. So we're just happy to be here. So much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, one other thing. Just I I forgot, but the thing that brings me so much joy is anytime someone other than me posts something in the That's What She Said channel in our Discord, it just makes me feel so happy that we have it, that people participate, that I'm not the only one making the jokes. I'm like, yes, you guys are great. So keep them coming. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's going to wrap us up for this week. Um, so next week is our game of the year show. Um, just a little bit of a heads up. Did you have something to say? Or Are you going to talk about the Twitter poll? Yes. So okay. we're going to have some Twitter polls going up on uh, Wednesday after Christmas. Um, so you'll be able to vote. There's going to be four polls of so four games each. Um those are going to be going up Wednesday and Thursday. We'll have like the winner of those four. We'll go into one final poll and then we will be recording that Friday or Saturday, whatever, for the game of the year show. So we'll read out the winner of that. So be sure to be going to our Twitter. It's uh, twitter.com slash geek card games. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, next week is our geek card game or card games. It is the geek card games game of the year show. Um, just a little bit of heads up. It's not like a normal. Uh, game that your show is you're probably listening to where people argue with each other. There's only two of us. We don't feel like that'd be enjoyable. We don't like to argue. Also, we don't like to argue. <laughs> I just feel like it it does a disservice to these video games because all the video games we're going to talk about are great. Any game we don't talk about is great because video games are great overall. Yeah. Um, so we're going to each have a top 10. I'm sure there'll be some overlap, but we also have some other categories we'll go over on the show. We may skip what we've been playing we'll just talk mm -hmm. about we do have a lot of categories to go through um but uh you can also write into us at uh, contact at geekcardgames.com or hit us up on facebook twitter at geekcardgames um and let us know what your game of the year is what is the game that stood out to you as the best game that you played all year um and we'll read it out on the show so yeah um anything else you want to say about the show next week sam it's going to be fantastic i can tell you that yeah. right now so be pretty good I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah. This will be our first game of the year show. Pumped. Yeah. We got trophies made. No. Right? No. We didn't get that passed. No. Jerry, come on, man. He's um, getting fired, man. He's getting fired. He's I mean, been reading your mail. So. Yes. I, I think, I think Jerry. Um, you got to make those budget cuts in 2019, you know? Um, so, yeah. Like I said, reach us at uh, contact at geekcardgames.com. Uh, Twitter and Facebook at geekcardgames. You can find our Twitch streams at Geekcar Games, or no, twitch.tv slash Geekcar Games. I always mix it up. You can find our YouTube videos, which we've had some archives of community nights and our extra live streams from back in the day. Uh, we had our Onrush community night one go up. We had two videos worth. Um, you can find that at 
geekardgames.com slash YouTube. You can find that Discord that we talked so much about tonight at geekardgames.com slash Discord. You can find our shirts and merch and stuff like that. There's only shirts. I don't know There's why I said merch. shirts. We need to make some um, new shirts, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at geekardgames.com slash shirts. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I feel like there's always like one more thing. Like, should we just ha- we should just add something extra so I stop feeling like there's one more thing? Like, do the reviews. If you want to leave us a review, you can go to ah, iTunes yes. or wherever you listen to podcasts, and we would love to have a, a nice review from you. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. Uh, yeah. So, once again, have a Merry Geekmas and a Happy Holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Uh, we hope you get all the video games you ever wanted. Um, be safe out there. People are crazy and drive like madmen. Stay safe. Um, and we love you guys so much. So if you would like to reach out to me on Twitter, I'm at Cody. Sam? I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. All right. Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games and are friends and each other. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.